Take it away, Derek. What's your question? Why do you guys talk about comics so much? Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? 18 years. <laughs> Toothbrush is still fresh. <laughs> Did they have sex? Because, I mean, she Hulk, you know. Damn it, Tony. We went an entire episode without mentioning Maggot, and then you ruined it. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read him? Batman's got his little fishbowl on his head, but <laughs> Superman doesn't. Cyclops was right. Except when he was wrong. Master Bruce, you are calm. I'm going to silently judge all of you. Shut up, beast. <laughs> Shut up. Like, I've read it so many times, you know, it pretty much just crumbled in my hands. Come on, old chum. Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? See, I didn't hate Hellcat until you made me read this miniseries. It was just a joke, but you made it real, Justin. No. You made it real. I, I prefer my Dazzler singing, like, Creedence Clearwater Revival songs at Australian bars. Titty discs. And <laughs> That's what to be known as from now on. Like, I'm going to go into the Marvel Wikipedia and whatever it is. <laughs> Comic books. Motherfucker, do you read them? Hey guys, welcome back to a- another cromtastic barbarianerific episode of Fanholes Comics. Motherfucker, do you read them? Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts tonight, and I am not alone on my Sumerian journey tonight. I have with me two, count them, two of my fellow fan holes. Why don't you guys give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight? Hey, it's Mike, man of bravery. And this is Justin. Crom, to hell with you. To hell with you. So yeah, we are here, we're wrapping up, we hope we're wrapping up, Wonder Woman Month, <laughs> uh, and and to... It to... is the month that does not end. Yeah, 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 it's, it's been going on for a while, we don't even know if we'll ever get here, but if we do, and you're listening <laughs> to this, and we're here, and these have all been released, you're listening to the end of Wonder Woman Month, and to kick off the end, or to, to wrap up the end of Wonder Woman Month... We are looking at a six-issue miniseries that was co-published by DC Comics and Dark Horse Comics from November 2017 to April 2018, titled Wonder Woman Conan, which is written by Gail Simone with art from Aaron Lopresti. There are a lot of cool variant covers from a bunch of different artists. Some of the standouts are like Derek Robertson, Liam Sharp, and Neil Adams. And I just kind of cobbled together, I, I amalgamated all these different little Amazon synopses, so it's not too long, but I'll just read it real quick so people have a general idea of what's going on, and then Mike, Justin, and myself will discuss. Conan the Barbarian arrives on the outskirts of an unknown land and soon meets the city's most fearsome arena fighter, Wonder Woman. Dark and malicious magic by two scheming goddesses has driven Wonder Woman and Conan together, stripping Diana of her memories and chaining her destiny to this dark-haired and dangerous stranger. As they attempt to free themselves from the grips of the rich and powerful slave owner, Thelos, a dark magic descends upon the land and a presence emerges that wants to destroy them both. Wonder Woman may have escaped the Sumerian gladiators arena, but she's exchanged that battleground for an equally dire fate. She's chained now to Conan the Barbarian, who refused to kill her, and they've been sold to a pirate's crew. 
When their ship founders in a storm, a leap into shark-infested waters seems like the safest course. However, even as Diana's memories start to return, they learn the Corvidae are meddling in their fate, hoping to provoke a battle between the two greatest fighters of their respective eras, Conan and Wonder Woman. Although Conan believed Diana to be his lost childhood love, Yana, the revelation of her true destiny as Wonder Woman does not lessen his admiration for the warrior he fights beside. The Amazon and the Sumerian unite to battle the Corvide sisters who want to destroy them both. And that, in a nutshell, is a short and pretty damn sweet, if I do say so myself, synopsis of the six-issue miniseries Wonder Woman Conan. So yeah, so so just to kick this off, yay! Something I like. This was awesome. I like this. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, and and I had I had promised I I had promised Gail Simone I think way back when I went to WonderCon, she had mentioned this when I got her to sign my Villains United poster, and I told her how much I liked her Wonder Woman run, and she said, "Well, have you read Wonder Woman Conan?" And I said, "No," and she's like, "You should check it out. I think you'll like it." And you know what? I did. So there's that. This is good, but what is best in life? The open step, free thoughts, falcons at your wrist, and wind in your hair. Wrong! Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. What about you guys? Like, I think, I think Justin, you had already read this before. Like, you were the one who suggested we we do this, right? Yes, as uh, stated on a previous episode, I am the one who perhaps foolishly booked Wonder Woman Month with dubious success, as you heard. <laughs> <laughs> but I I knew that you guys would enjoy this because I read this fall of last year, I think, and I really enjoyed it. So even though the previous episodes we maybe we're not crazy about that content. Like I, I knew that if nothing else, this last episode, like we would finally find something for, for you guys to enjoy. But yeah, I, um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of both characters and, you know, I, I really enjoyed Gail Simone's run on Wonder Woman. And I believe she also wrote some red Sonya comics for dynamite. And I enjoyed oh, that run. Okay. So I was like, okay, well this, this has to be good. Right. And I kind of, you know, started reading it, with a little apprehension, because you never know about, like, modern comics. You never know, like, what it's going to be, if it's going to be a bunch of, like, modernisms forced on characters and all this stuff. But no, it was, like, free of, like, anything that made me even remotely grumpy. It was just a really fun action-adventure story, and I really liked the glimpse into, like, Conan's childhood, where he's having this kind of, like, budding interest in Yana, and he's kind of like, well, you're, you know, he's like, you're Yana, like you're clearly this woman, like you look almost exactly alike. And you're, and as a reader, you're kind of like, okay, is is Wonder Woman really this Yana chick? If she mm. is, how does that work? Because like this is, you know, this is when Atlantis sank. Like this is way before like Diana was ever created. So like I I I, I like that there was a little bit of like mystery for you to unravel because I was like 
like I said, I was seriously questioning that because, you know, when you read a crossover, some things are never quite exactly right. You know, they may twist a, a bit of this character's history to make something work or, you know, it'll be like Batman and Spider-Man have always been in the same universe. And you're like, well, that's wacky doodle. So, but yeah, like I, I just really enjoyed the story. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, it was just six solid issues of action and adventure and a little bit of romance. And I really enjoyed it. What about you, Mike? Like, was this the first time you had read this? And what were your first impressions of it? This was the first time I read it. And I'd actually heard some good things about it. Like people were like, when it came out, people were talking, uh, talking it up. And like, I like uh, happened to like, you know, run in and out of like hearing good things about it. And I mean, I like Wonder Woman, but like Conan, the Conan, the Barbarian is like a character. Like I, I really like, I've never like actively like sought out like stories about him like especially in like comic book form but whenever he like pops up i always enjoy him like where wherever they use him like and i think mostly i've probably read him in what ifs like because Mar when marvel like had him the first time they they did several conan like what ifs and i used to enjoy those and like this this i really liked like i um i i, I was i was drawn into like like you were saying like sort of the the mis at first, like the mystery of like, like, is this the girl that Conan Conan grew up with? Or, and like, you know, if how is that possible if she's also, you know, Diana of Themyscira? And like, like I, I was drawn in, and then they they had a lot of like, I think they played well off, like they bounced well off each other. You know, they had good chemistry, and yeah, like I I just generally enjoyed it. It had great art. And like it, it like it was six issues, but it kind of like flew by. Like I, I devoured it all in like one shot. So I, I like that part where Conan's trying to figure out if Diana is Yana, and he was like, "Oh, I can tell if you're actually her. Like, show me your breast." And Wonder Woman's like, "Excuse me," <laughs> <laughs> because Yana had like a, a a terrible injury to like her 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 breast when she uh, was trying to escape. And I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like. Well, you know, Conan is a barbarian, so I wouldn't put him above him to just be like, hey, show me your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny that Mike brings up all the, the what if stuff, because what got me thinking about this is, you know, Conan now is recently, I guess, returned to Marvel Comics as far as a licensed mm -hmm. property goes. So I, I feel like this just came in under the wire like this is this is one of those things like you know how you know how you were talking about your old man we we went to you know we went to heroes con in 2019 like isn't it great that that happened you know and that that we were able to get together and and do that before all this other crazy bullshit happened and we're all nodding our heads yes like i i almost feel like this miniseries is kind of like that too except for you know <laughs> marvel getting conan back is not quite as bad as what's going on now but that that you know, this is one of those things where you're like, man, this just fell like right under the wire like that, that this almost might have not happened, I think. Like it was just it, it seems like it was fortuitously timed, you know, like that, that it, it fell just in the right time frame for for something like that to, to happen. And man, I, I got to say, dude, like. Uh, I'll, I'll just call it. I know it's the Corvide sisters, but the 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 Raven sisters, man, like like they're not they're not Japanese, they're not super sexy Sentai ladies, but they are super sexy evil ladies. And you know what? If if the Dura sisters were as hot as these chicks, like 
I'd be all about the Dura <laughs> sisters. So I, I, I'm gonna say like they're 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 very villainous, and when they need to be like monstrous and scary, they are. But then when they need to be kind of you know sexy and alluring they are as well so i mean i i think that's pretty boss and and i was gonna ask you justin like i'm I'm just kind of jumping around and stuff but what did you think of the whole i know you talked about like the young conan it was fun to to see like flashbacks to his, you know how he encountered yana and their their childhood together and all that stuff but i was curious what what did you think of the semi amalgamation of like some of wonder woman's tools like how how he was left with like the the lasso of truth and had one of the the magic bracelets and all that kind of stuff like like what were like i i I thought that was like that's one of those things where it's like most times i kind of you know frown on things and i'm like i don't want a marvel legend of that monstrosity or whatever but i i kind of thought that was a pretty cool like, I mean, it wasn't for, like, the entire miniseries. It was kind of towards the end. And also, I mean, basically, they 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 mix up the weapons with the toys, so to speak. But by the end of it, you know, he's kind of like, you know, oh, I, I need to give this back to you. Oh, okay. Well, it was really nice having it. But here you go. Here, here's all your stuff back. But, like, I, I thought it was kind of neat. But I was curious what you what you thought about it. I liked it. Like, that's something that's always kind of, I don't know, questionable, depending on the crossover. It's like, I I don't want to see Batman with Captain America's shield, but, like, Superman holding Thor's hammer and shield, like, I like that. I think that's a really Mm, cool mm. image. So, for me, I have to take that kind of thing on, like, case-by-case basis. But in this comic, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, he, Conan even commented on that earlier. He was like, you know, you should show me how to do that, because she's, like, bouncing arrows off of her her uh, gauntlets and everything and he's like oh he's like super impressed yeah that was that was a nice moment in the in the bar fight where he's like that is that is a good trick like like you must show me how to do that someday but yeah i thought it was really cool especially that last issue it opens with conan like wearing that kind of hideous raven like bestial thing like as a garment he's got that like monstrosity of a a crow's head over his head and all the wings and everything and he's got that one gauntlet or bracelet and he's got wonder woman's lasso and he uses it to like you know strangle guys and i was like dude that's that's pretty cool like conan using the lasso of truth like that's like that's pretty cool like that should have been the cover and I, you know, comics these days have like a bajillion different variant covers like they could have at least made a variant cover of like conan holding up the lasso of truth and it's glowing i think that would have been pretty badass yeah and he he, that that whole raven thing you talked about i mean it's almost like this weird shades of kind of like a beowulf look for conan i guess like so it was all all that stuff i think was kind of cool like i i enjoyed it i yeah it's interesting like i i don't know if it's if it's something worth going into because mike kind of briefly went into it like i i have I probably have more familiarity with Conan than than Mike does as far as like comic book adaptations and stuff. I mean, I've I've seen the, you know, the films, I've seen the TV series, I've seen the animated series. So I've seen a lot of the multimedia that it's spun out of it. I don't think I've really I mean, I I I I'd say I haven't really read a lot of the, you know, Robert E. Howard you know, pulps or anything like that. I I probably read adapted versions of them in comic form. And then I'd say like for research purposes, like I've I've read some early, 
you know, like appearances of Conan and Red Sonia. And then and then when when it's also come up, you know, it's like, you know, Shumagorith appearances, you know, like when he fights with Conan and stuff. So they're, they're you know, and, and, and like Mike, I mean, I'm I, I'm pretty familiar with, you know, the whole, you know, Wolverine and Conan or Thor and Conan, you know, the whole what if type stuff. So all that kind of stuff is interesting. But like, w- what about yourself, Justin? Like, like, do you want to go into something like that? Like you're the, the breadth and scope of, of kind of where you come from as far as a, a Conan fan? Sure. Kind of like yourself, I've seen most of the media representations, like the movies and the animated series and the television series. Like, I've watched all that. I've read quite a bit of the short stories. I think I have two collections of their original Robert E. Howard stories, you know, reprinted, I think, early 2000s. Because um, I, I read some of those things when I was growing up, and then I ended up getting some of those reprints, and I really got into it. Like, I remember I would, like... By day, I would work construction, and I would come home really tired, and I would just lay in bed and read Conan stories, and I ended up reading two of those volumes. And then not long after that, I think the Kurt Busiek Conan series from Dark Horse started, and I really got into that run. And a lot of the Roy Thomas Marvel stuff and some of the Kurt Busiek Dark Horse stuff, like a lot of those stories are adaptations of Robert E. Howard stories that he wrote. Like I was trying to figure out because, you know, of – the whole Yana thing, I was trying to think of, like, love interests that Conan had, and I couldn't remember who wrote the story, but there's a story when Conan becomes king, he does have a, you know, a wife, he he is married, but I couldn't, I, I didn't Google it, I was just trying to, like, remember from my own head thoughts, like, I couldn't remember her name, but I just remember a story where she's kidnapped, and I was trying to remember, like, you know who wrote that story was it Robert E. Howard was it you know El Sprague de Camp was it Lynn Carter was it, you know someone you know wrote it like did someone write that you know many many years later after he passed away because in the 60s and 70s they reprinted all these Robert E. Howard stories with you know beautiful Frank Frazetta covers and then they started doing original Conan stories from some of these authors and it kind of you know that kind of fed fed into itself for a while, and then we got the you know Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and stuff. But anyway, I was trying to figure out in my head without googling yet, like some of the the future romantic history of Conan, and I kind of came up blank. I meant to like actually look it up before we started this show, but I kind of failed to do so. So I I did I did just look it up real quick because I figured you needed an assist, but it says that Valeria is the the woman Conan eventually marries and ha- is a love interest, I guess. That, I don't know. It says does that sound right? That sounds kind of right. I know Marvel was doing some kind of Valeria miniseries. I I didn't read it. I heard it was terrible. I think Renaud actually said it was pretty terrible, so I kind of didn't oh, bother with it, okay. but I I think that's right. Like I said, I should have I should have like looked it up before we got on here and I'm I'm trying to remember stories I read from like, you know, 22 years ago or something. This says she appeared in Red Nails and I I, I remember Red Nails mm, was one of those yeah things that was going to be adapted into an animated thing so that's why it yeah. stood out to me and then apparently like do you remember Sandal Bergman like she was Valeria in the in the film so i i guess they're saying that that i mean at the very least she's she's some kind of contemporary and or love interest but i'm not i'm not sure i can't tell if if that led to when he was king conan if 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 they were 
they're married or not, but I, I think that's who it is. I thought it was also interesting, like, Conan compared Diana to a stubborn redhead, and he didn't name any names, and I was like, mm. is he talking about Red Sonya? Mm. I was like, he probably can't say it's Red Sonya because Dynamite has those rights, but I was like, I wonder. Yeah, I, I, I would, I mean, that's who I thought of when, when he mentioned a stubborn redhead. You, you know what one of my favorite parts of the book was, was when they, when they get into that bar brawl, and there's the, the proprietor, the bartender, who thinks he's going to make oh. Diana his yeah, yeah. wife and everything. And then there's like the, the serving wench or whatever who is constantly propositioning Conan the entire time. Like if you get if you get tired of Wonder Woman, like I will totally shack up with you anytime you want. And like the, the best part is when they both leave, like bo- both of them yeah. are sighing <laughs> yeah. over, over you know, Conan and Wonder Woman as they, they ride off on horseback. And that was probably like the, the best moment, I think, as far as something that was, you know, funny, but, but also it, it, it's nice that it's balanced because it's one of those things where you, you, you kind of feel like there's this aversion to the sexualizing any characters uh-huh. in comics these days. And in this case, at least it's like, well, it's one of those things where you feel like is this acceptable now like people that get mad at that like like here you have a man who is finds wonder woman like super duper attractive but yet you also have a woman who finds conan to be the bee's knees as well like is that okay because because that's kind of what comics are about you know just the fact that you know yeah that's why i said i was happy to read this and find it free of like a lot of like there was no modern stuff forced onto it. Like, I if someone else had wrote this, like maybe it would have went the other way and made us grumpy. I had a Wonder Woman question for you, and it relates to this. I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, I'm I'm a big Wonder Woman fan, but you you've definitely read more Wonder Woman comics than I have. Just doing research for history on comics on film. Like, can you remember any other instances of Wonder Woman getting drunk? Because hmm. I don't know that I've ever seen Wonder Woman get drunk, and she was pretty. Uh, she was like pretty sloshed in that scene. Yeah, she was pretty sloshed. I don't, you know, it's one of those things where it's like the, the you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of that like question about like you know, is Thor bulletproof? Is Wonder Woman bulletproof? If they are bulletproof, why do they deflect bullets with their hammer and or bracelets? Mm-hmm. Like and it's like one of those things where you're like can like can Wonder Woman get drunk or is she, you know, like you're, you're, you're asking the, like the Superman question, mm-hmm. like if, if Hulk and Superman drink a bunch of alcohol, like, do they actually become inebriated? And, you know, in, in a lot of cases, the, the answer to that usually is no. So you're wondering, like, does that apply to Wonder Woman too? And, you know, to be honest, like, I, I can't, I don't remember like, like the whole William Moulton era like I don't ever remember Wonder Woman having a drink like like the, the the only thing I can think of is maybe like you know the new frontier like I wonder if like you know when when they had Diana celebrating with all those commies like I was like I wonder if they were drinking during that but that's the only thing I can think of like off the top of my head like but it would definitely be something more modern I think that would have her downing beers and and, yeah. and drinking alcohol because i can't i mean i have to be honest like i i can't think of anything like that in in any of the 
pre-crisis era and and then i i I, you would think just by design like it would be one of those things where it'd be a no-no like you wouldn't it's not like superman or batman were running around with like a budweiser you know in an old (laughs) neil adams ad or something stupid right like like that was probably a big no-no so i i almost feel like i can say with authority like wonder woman pre-crisis like doesn't even count so you'd have to look at like you know Perez stuff and go upward from there and even that I'm like just thinking about it I'm kind of like I don't remember like you know in in uh you know Diodato's you know William Menser Loeb like you know all those things like I don't I don't remember that being a thing The, the only other thing I can think of is um what what about the like you know what's funny about that is like here's something that's completely opposite of that right remember the the 2009 film it's like steve trevor gets sloshed off his ass and is like telling her the truth with the lasso and all that stuff right but diana doesn't i mean we don't know if she drank a bunch or not but presumably she had a few drinks with steve and steve got trashed like wasn't the whole goal of that scene for steve to like you know that he was trying to get her i think drunk in a way like to loosen up and she doesn't get drunk and he gets totally sloshed so there's an example that's like completely counter to this yeah i feel like usually that that is the case where it's like wonder woman is the one who doesn't get drunk and like everyone else does but this was a like subversion of that well you know what you know what's interesting about that too is and i i think i i think this was the best way to play it was the the way they bring the characters together. It's like Wonder Woman gets incorporated and immersed into Conan's world and not the other way. It's not It's not like yet another story of a fish out of water where like Conan's walking around Times Square going, by Crom, I've never seen a fucking taxi. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, like I've seen this like five million times in other things, right? Whereas this, it's like, oh, look, Wonder Woman's there, but they don't know she's Wonder Woman, but she's got the little subtle things with like, you know, the, the mud that makes like her star and her, her crest and, and, and things like that. And of course, she's she's able to fight she's a strong warrior and you know what else could account for that like her getting drunk like if you wanted to have an in-canon explanation if you say like wonder woman isn't supposed to get drunk and i'm a comic book nerd like your your explanation is like she was not at full power when i mean i mean if you know what i mean like even when they first fight she's not at full power and i thought that went way back into the whole pre-crisis thing like she was she was bound like she was still chained to conan the whole fucking time like if she's chained to conan she's probably like it's like one of those things they used to say in pre-crisis where like superman would be out and they didn't want him to be like super duper powerful so he'd be like yes teen titans i will juggle seven planets with my left hand but since we're in a solar system with a red sun i can't help you fly home or whatever the fuck because uh the the right side of my body is like super weak see you later guys and it's like to me it's the same idea but more subtle where it's like if if one of her hands is bound to conan and then they have a drink maybe she can become inebriated like that's part of the whole magic and stuff you know hey hey. what did i do it's all true isn't it steve everything my mother warned me about man's world is true she even told me you tried to seduce me, and I, like a fool, told her, For now, let us only expect the best from the pilot. You tried to get me drunk. 
As if you could outdrink an Amazon, you pathetic lightweight. Anyway, uh, DC Dark Horse, send me my no prize. <laughs> I've totally figured it out. All right. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, you know, this is this is fun, dude. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed this. This was. I'm I'm glad we saved this for last. Like, yeah. cause that that made me have the feel goods. I mean, the the, the fun part is like, and, the, and I guess if you like, and 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 not necessarily that if you if you like Wonder Woman, it's not all lopsided to the point where. It's only, like, Sumerian Conan lore. Like, I mean, eventually, the Amazons do play a role in the storyline. I think the, you know, the magic and everything, and especially towards the end, they all kind of play a role in the, the ultimate resolution of, of the scenario and everything. It, and I guess the only other thing that's kind of, I mean, I know it's just supposed to be like a throwaway epilogue, but the, the, the whole thing at the end where Diana meets a... A, you know, like they they talk about, I guess, how there are doubles or something, or yeah, I forget how they exactly put it. Yeah, their image or whatever, you know, and and so he, he she does come across a, you know, it's kind of funny, like a modern day Conan just chilling in a suit in a in the middle of a a, a store or something like that, and they they go get lunch or something, and it's like, well, that's you know, I I know it's just supposed to be kind of like a, a one-off epilogue thing, but it, it'd be interesting to see if they could have done anything more with that in the sequel. Maybe that was Pimp Conan from Marvel. <laughs> from that what if? No bell bottoms, Mike. If if it was Pimp Conan, I hope he brings the Corvide sisters with him in his little pimp train. Because <laughs> excuse me, that's a bad outfit. Yeah, I mean, I, I I dug this. This was this was super cool. I I liked it a lot. I I think it's a fun way to to end or or wrap up Wonder Woman month. I I think like and and you know I don't know people's mileage may vary depending on what kind of Wonder Woman stories they like, but I can say with pretty much complete authority that this is the kind of Wonder Woman story that I look forward to reading that I enjoy and and maybe I think I've I've used this phrase before I mean may, maybe it's the quote unquote meat and potatoes Wonder Woman you know maybe there's not too much subtext as far as that goes and if you're if you're somebody who likes Wonder Woman with a lot more subtext like may, maybe you wouldn't be as pleased as punch with this as I am but but I I, I can kind of you know I can kind of take or leave the subtext and and just kind of have a good time enjoying what I think is an entertaining story. She's she's a great warrior. She 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 has, you know, this like we said this this kind of at least shared mutual appreciation with Conan. There's there's a tinge of 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 romantic kind of overlap between the two of them. So I mean, I I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it the first time I read it and reading it again, you know, I I just I still enjoyed it like there it's it's very balanced like no character like owns the other one entirely or everything they're pretty they're pretty well balanced and even when they come into conflict you as a reader you don't want them to fight like you want them to kind of stick with that romantic like mystery part like you don't you, you don't want them to like get come into any kind of conflict and they definitely fight several times throughout this miniseries and it's always no one really dominates the other one i like that it was pretty it was pretty well balanced but yeah this was this was a fun read and i'm glad you guys enjoyed it it was you know the end of like conan's like quest in this i I feel like that was a very conan like ending like where 
he succeeds, but he doesn't succeed. Basically, like like he gets he he does what he like you know he finally finds like Yana or whatever. But you know it turns out she married and she has kids and she's just gonna go home. And then he's kind of like, well, I'm happy she's alive. Like so. Yeah, the first time I read that, when she like whispered in his ear, I was like, oh no, she's been dead this whole time. Like those sisters, like just raised a ghost or something. But. Oh, yeah, the, the twist of her being married and having kids and she just has to leave him. I was like, oh, oh, you know, it's like, oh, it's good, but it's also it's bad for Conan, but it's good. At least she's at least she is alive. <laughs> well, it's it's that bittersweet thing. But if, if this was still going to be this ongoing Conan narrative, like there's your whole, you know, no more marriage thing. Like if you if, you know, basically the idea is you can't you can't have Conan settle down. It's like but he's still. He's still true to his his childhood love, but it's just that that that's not that's not how the cards fell, I guess. It was funny reading this, considering that like Marvel has Conan again. And I was kind of like I was like, how long ago was this? And I was like, oh, it was only like two years ago. Like so it didn't like Marvel only recently got Conan. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you guys been reading Savage Avengers? Like, yes. So what do you what's your take on that? Like what do you what do you think of it? It's it's fun. I mean, I like seeing Conan hang around with Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom and see them fight demons together and stuff. Like it's a fun book. Like how do I put it? If you if you just read it and try not to like put a lot of I don't know, like nerd stuff into it, like, oh well, I don't think Doctor Doom would do this or mm. you know, I I think Doctor Strange would be more powerful than Bloody Bloff from Conan's world. Like I, I just think it's a it's a pretty fun like action adventure book, and I don't take it that seriously hmm. to be honest. Because you, I mean, you had stuff for like Conan had Venom for a while, and then like the symbiote went into his sword, and he had like a symbiote sword, and it's just it gets kind of like wacky and stuff. But I think it's like purposefully like a little over the top just to be fun different yeah it's just kind of supposed to be mindlessly entertaining like I, i've kind of skipped around i've read a few issues of it but i did i did like that scene of conan eating with dr doom mm-hmm. yeah he's like will you not like take off your mask and eat with me and dr doom is like like i do not remove this mask like i was i i was injured and conan just says oh i see your vein and then yeah. like, dr doom, <laughs> he and dr. doom like number. glares at him and then takes off his mask and starts to eat, eat with him like <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's got Doom's number. Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty easy. Yeah, that's good stuff. But I am above all a reasonable man. I, you know, I, I'm still glad we we got together and did this, and we've got a bunch of content for the the month of Wonder Woman, which may or may not ever see the light of day, but hopefully it does. Are you guys looking forward to like Wonder Woman 1984? Like, you know, like I, I think I mean the trailers certainly make it look fun. Like. I think it's a great idea to bring like Chris Pine back. Like, I don't know what the deal is with that, but like, you know, I feel like they, I mean, it was effective for the movie, but I feel like they kind of got rid of him too early, like, you know, by killing him off. But I'm looking forward to it. I, I think I'm really over movies and TV shows being set in the eighties, just to be like Mm. set in the eighties and be like, Hey guys, remember the eighties and remember all this stuff from the eighties? Like, isn't it cool? I'm like, I, I've seen this. I've seen this to death. Like, I'm okay. I think I've said this before, but what I would really like from a Wonder Woman sequel movie is to like have it be set in the '60s, 
take away her powers and do that whole like storyline from the comics. Mm. <laughs> that would actually, it, what's funny, it would probably freak everybody out too, but that, but it, it might actually explain what the hell she was doing in between, you know, 1919 yeah. and, and the, uh, bvs right like but yeah yeah i i am looking forward to the movie yeah i mean you know the the trailer looked exciting i like the the you know it's it's got the uh you know synth you know how does it feel music or whatever like that's kind of that that's kind of motivating and stuff i you know i mean if i if i went into like super specifics it's like Again, it has that version of Maxwell Lord that I'm not exactly like thrilled over. Like mm. the the fact that there's there's only gonna be the mega audience that will see that will only know Maxwell Lord as like you know a bad guy, right? Like so I'm just gonna like oh well I don't know that that's so great. But I mean you know I it, you know it cracks me up when when I see guys like oh I wonder if I'll get an invite to the premiere. You know guys that created Maxwell Lord and I'm kind of like you know they made your dude like a total bad guy in this like. They might snap his neck on camera, but whatever. Like I don't know. It, it that 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 stuff kind of cracks me up. I I did like that Tide commercial where like Wonder Woman met Charlie from It's Always Sunny. Like that made me laugh. We won't be doing that today. Tomorrow. Tomorrow works. My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. I want in return. Everyone will see. Born from lies. And greatness is not what you think. Just a trash can. It's just a trash can. Yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, I agree with Mike, like that Chris Pine was one of the best things, in my opinion, about the first Wonder Woman film. So the fact that he's in this one is is probably a, a, a good thing, regardless of whatever flim flammery they they use to, to bring him back or resurrect him or, you know, I don't know if it's, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's the excuse that it's like, you know, oh, this is my son, Steve Jr. You know, like, it doesn't seem like it's that excuse, so. <laughs> I hope that is the reason. Like, Hi, I'm Steve Jr. <laughs> I'm Steve Jr. It's like when, in between, in between uh, Steve kissing you and getting on that plane, he impregnated some woman. <laughs> That was me. It's <laughs> like he got uh, on that plane and he was like, Do I have time for a quirky with this German woman? Like, okay. <sighs> All right. Well, I think that's it, right? So if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, if you want to hold us tied up with the lasso of truth or if you're just into kinky ass bondage and you want to tie us up you can send your kinky email to fanholespodcast at gmail.com the backlog of our episodes are over on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com so you can find all the episodes of comics motherfucker do you read them over there on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com we have a bunch of other shows in addition to that so we hope you'll check those out we can be found on all kinds of social media we're on tumblr twitter instagram facebook we appreciate all the likes hearts retweets shares etc that we receive we can be found on apple podcasts we can be streamed on stitcher radio we're on google play and spotify and until the next time this is going to be derek derek wc signing off hey it's mike pimp conan signing off and this is justin wonder woman Lyle wagner Lyle wagner
Mike, is your avatar Conan as Conan? Yeah. Okay, I was like, oh, <laughs> what? Okay. Conan old bar- barbarian. I was like, oh, bribarian? Bribarian? And then, and then Stanley says, Excelsior, the end. Excelsior. I don't even know what I'm recording for. Yeah. They just wheel me in and put me in front of a mic, and I just say random lines. Like, Stan, talk about Spider-Man and end it with Excelsior, and that's what he did. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man, I created him. Excelsior. Excelsior. Baby, you're the man. <laughs> All right, where's my check? <laughs> Give me the check. Tomorrow, tomorrow, what's-his-face man? Tamora Morrison Man. I created Yoda Man. Yoda Man. The Child Man. (laughs) 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 Well, my friend was like, like when I posted that comic to my friend, he was kind of he was kind of like, "Come on, man, he's dead!" Like, and I was like, "I, I know, I and I love Stanley, but I'm never my my characterization of him is a borderline senile guy who thinks he created everything will never end." Yeah, so, yeah. I was like, "What? It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Don't matter that he's dead. It's funny." You're not selling the fucking action figure of a dead guy, which immediately negates his value to me as an action figure. <laughs> well, that's, that, that Stanley figure is outdated, yeah. Derek's like, this figure's outdated and throws Stanley figure in the trash. You're already dead. You were dead when, before you were like, even came talk, out. Talk, you were like, talk to me when they release a mummified corpse, Stanley. <laughs> Uh, I need Stan Lee with uh, heavenly wings and a halo on his head. Uh, I can custom. I just need an angel figure, and I can custom one up for you. Okay. Just take just take that old like Goku figure and put Stan Lee's head on it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Goku man. Goku man. man. I created him. <laughs> On the bright side, I liked this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too. Yeah. Oh, the comic. I was like, what? Do you... mm, what? Did what? It really? oh. 